0: hello episode 23 tartar project today tonight this evening I did that last week but I'm doing it again I think uh, we have Justine Monsell she's the founder of monfifo which is a roots company uh, I love the way she pitched it we get to hear today how she went from well, actually how she went from uh, an organic farm all the way to Hawaii to, through some meditation to a kitchen in Williamsburg, to selling juice shots door-to-door, well, bodega to bodega door-to-door, uh, now throughout the U.S., uh, places like Whole Foods, Erewhon, a lot of the grocery stores and natural grocers that you would recognize, carries Monfifo, uh, and she's been doing a great job. She most recently transitioned from single-use plastic to glass bottles. It was a huge day for her and the company. One of the most fun things about Mumphifo besides Justine is the brand story, which I'm excited for you to hear about halfway through the episode. I, I love it when there is a the founding story of, of how the brand came to be, but then if the brand actually has some sort of character or, or just a little bit more of a narrative around it, and you'll see what I mean once Justine gets into it. I just find it to be really fun when a brand can exist as a cartoon if it's not a cartoon or what have you. You'll see. Either way, without further ado, here is Justine talking and walking us through the story of Monfifo. Here we go. Tartar Project. I'm not sure what episode this is going to be. This is going to air in the future, but... I'm here with my friend, Justine Monsal. Hey. I just found out how to say her last name for the first time. Perfectly. Uh, You said it. it right. Yeah. She is the founder of Monfifo. And can you tell the Tartar Project listeners what Monfifo is?
1: Yeah, Monfifo is an all organic and raw um, roots company. So we make well being shots. Um, we take roots, uh, primarily ginger and turmeric, and we cold press them and we add some citrus and bottle them up. Um, our motto that we like to say is you know, we, we can't heal or cure any, everything or anything, but it's about um, part of the lifestyle, I would say the lifestyle of, you know, feeling good, which is really important. And uh, helping that through your roots.
0: Through the roots? Through your roots. <laughs> I can definitely attest to the intensity of at least one version of the Monfifo shot. I
1: have one
0: for you. Ooh. Um, I'll do in it in a later. moment. Yeah, okay. In a moment. I also, in the glass I have bottles. Some, oh, that's right. Yeah. Recently, Justine moved over from plastic to glass bottles. It has been an undertaking to say the least, and she is powering through it. And this is one of the first times she's actually facing the public after being hauled away, grinding, yeah. Uh, with these glass bottles. I am
1: super excited about it. I started manifesting about glass bottles in like as early as February, to be honest. And it took a lot of time to get the validation studies and everything down. But the fact that we're able to fully sell in glass and step away from single-use plastic is amazing. I alone, you know, as a company, can we can reduce our single, you know, um, bottle waste by about over a million bottles a year, if not even two. And wow. as we grow even more, and that's amazing
0: and that's just um, so in line with the mission of the company in general so yeah. it's everything's just falling it into place. honestly
1: feels like my um like i've been able to like fully dip be able to be dipped into the sphinx it's like my achilles heel like you know i had that little yeah. thing grabbing but it's me plastic i know and so now i can be fully dipped and it's like I can stand like a hundred percent behind it. And it's amazing because like, I feel like my excitement for the company is like kind of started all over again. It's like a rebirth, which is amazing.
0: That's awesome. That's so exciting.
1: I know it is.
0: (laughs) So we're going to take a ton of steps back now. Where did you grow up?
1: I grew up in Basking Ridge, New Jersey,
0: which (laughs) Also automatically makes Justine near and dear to my heart because Uh this bond of New Jersey, it's something that you just have to kind of understand if you're from New Jersey.
1: Yes. And it is not the Jersey shore for those people who think it is. Not even close. It is nowhere. Those people in the Jersey shore are actually from Long Island. Hmm. They're not from Jersey. Fun fact. Yeah, I know, right. I,
0: know. I like to bring that up every time. <laughs>
1: yeah, because people don't know. I mean, like, you know, my boyfriend now from Mexico City, they're all like, Oh, Jersey, that's what they think. It's like, no, it's the Garden State. It's beautiful, it is it's beautiful. nourishing. We live it's in amazing. the
0: mountains. Yeah. If anything. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Yeah, and very we have, green.
1: And we can always go to the city if we want to. close. that's right. Close.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's our PSA around New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the State Tourism Board is a sponsor of the Tartar project, so yeah, it's not true at all, but oh. maybe that is me <laughs> manifesting it so that will you, you got it. That'll be a thing. You got
1: to know that you have it. Yeah, that's the, that's the key step to manifesting. <laughs> so.
0: When you were growing up, did you care about school? Was it important to you?
1: I did. You
0: have the option to not care about school. I did. Better- my
1: mom was never really the type that really like punished me or like it was like, Oh, you have to do this or was like, Oh, your grades have to like, she was never like scrutinizing me or on top of me. I was just kind of like a freebie child. Um, but I always did my work. I was always like on top of it. I came home. The first thing I did was my work and then I enjoyed my life. Um, I was always pretty good at balancing work and play. I think, um, I was never really someone that like really pushed myself in the sense that I was like, if I don't get like this insane, like amazingness, like, and I finish this to like, I wasn't a perfectionist, but I did it and I did it well. And I enjoyed myself. I didn't like, you know, push myself to the limit, you know, too aggressively. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You have to have balance. You do. Did you have any entrepreneurial endeavors while you were in school, either in college or high school or anything, or you just kept the work play balance?
1: I would, s- I would say the only thing that I would see as entrepreneurial is I always had dinner parties at my house. That's cool. I love to cook. So I'd always watch Chata De Laurentiis on the Food Network channel and she was like always so like delicate, beautiful with her food and she would make these amazing foods and I feel super inspired and I would like cook a feast and then I invite all my friends over that's amazing. and they would always come over for these amazing cooked meals. Um, so I would say that's the only thing I always felt like I always wanted to be like a modern, you know, food network child star person but then I was like "Mm," because I never really cared to be on camera too much um it's such a big part
0: of it it's such a big part of it
1: and I like don't care for that at all so um yeah but I would say that's the only entrepreneurial thing I had either it was really that and I just like you know hung out with my best friend Kaylee so not not that much. It's
0: amazing. Yeah. And then you went to college?
1: And then I went to college. I my first year I went to culinary school. Cool. I went to Johnson Wales in Rhode Island And to be honest, it wasn't stimulating enough. I was like, I kind of know all this, like Jada taught me everything. Like, I don't don't need to know this. Like I just watched it on TV, like honestly. Um, So then I transferred my second year uh, to Fordham. I studied psychology and I graduated from Fordham. And it was there that I realized um, that here in the West, we focus so much on um, you know, immediate reinforcement, like I'm sick now, let me heal myself now versus I always believe there's a beautiful balance between East and West, the Eastern balance of, you know, preventative healing. And yeah. And so that's kind of what started to lead me down the path.
0: And that path led you to working on organic farms.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: And could you talk a little bit about that? Like, Hey, how did you identify the farm and, and what made you actually do it?
1: Yeah, I love traveling. My mom, I mean, I always went to Poland and Europe with my mom and traveled a lot. And I was always, you know, she never really, again, like some parents are like, don't go there, it's not safe. Like my mom was not like that at all. She was like, oh, enjoy. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) figure it out. Figure it out, you got it. Um, No, so I worked, um, I think it was my friend Olivia who in college introduced me to a farm in the south of France, an hour away from Perpignan. Um, It was a beautiful farm, completely self sustainable. Like you can only shower every two days for like 10 seconds. Wow. It was like, because they collected the rainwater and, um, it was a really, really beautiful farm, and they actually grow their own spirulina, there, which is cool. And so I went there and that really, you know was amazing for me, the experience of being completely taken away from the internet, Wi-Fi, everything, and just be connected to the earth. And then I went to Costa Rica. Which was okay. It wasn't as enjoyable. There is like some annoying teens there. And they're like, mm. and like some goats that were like peeing on each other's heads too much. Oh, um, I hate that. No, it's so yeah. gross. Like yeah. the women who are in heat, they're so aggressive. And then they, the males, the billy goats pee on their heads. And then they're like trying to attract to the females it. through the urine. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah. It never works.
1: Never works. Never works. I mean, for them, maybe. Yeah, them, maybe. Then yeah. maybe. Yeah, Here, now, modern that. days, like if you peed on yourself, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, it doesn't really do much. It's yeah. not
0: the Tinder byline that you really no, want. Yeah.
1: No, um, But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you find somebody. <laughs>
0: yeah, everybody. Yeah, there's somebody out there for everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then when I was in Hawaii, actually, I was on the big island and um, there was this amazing Hawaiian man who had this island, this little like piece of land Um, where dolphins, as I told you before, would come naturally and just like enjoy and play around, Um, had this farm. And he actually, we would take macadamia nuts and we would shell them and then we'd dehydrate them and then we'd salt them and then we'd ship them to Japan. And so around that time, I was really thinking about what I wanted to be doing with my life and what I really enjoyed. And I was meditating a lot. And around that time, I was kind of in manufacturing a little bit on the farm. And that's what kind of led me to starting a drink, which led me to saying like, hey, I wanna start a drink. And then I went back to Brooklyn in my apartment then in Williamsburg and I bought a juicer, a little Norwalk and I started juicing and I started experimenting.
0: And did you come up with what is now the majority of the recipe for at least one of the shots at that time
1: yeah i came up with all the shots amazing i mean only two not a lot but yeah, still I, two I, I came, it's great i came up with them and i plan on coming up with all of them because I, I love it. I think it's super fascinating. It's an extension of you. Yeah, exactly, it's like my baby. Um, yeah, so I actually came up with the ginger shot because my mom always made me ginger tea with lemon and honey growing up. As I told you before, I have like my Polish roots. A lot of Polish people are super into natural remedies. And um, when I was sick, she would take the ginger root, she'd slice it up, put boil it, let it simmer for another 45 minutes and then add lemon and honey. And I would feel so good from it. It was like amazing. My mom was the best. She'd like play Enya for me. Like give me reflexology. Amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. And so uh, I was thinking about different drinks to make and I had no money. Like nothing. I like nothing. And I was like, well, I can't make like a Noni shot, which was like I popular in Hawaii. Yeah. Noni. Noni helps balance out your pH levels in your body. Yeah. But no one knows Noni for the most part. So I decided to make a ginger shot. And that's what led me down the path.
0: And while you were recipe crafting, at what point did you come up with the actual name Monfifo?
1: Ah, yeah. So Monfifo actually originally started off as my Instagram name in a weird way. Um, It was because there's, as I said before, there's two stories. Um, I was always kind of called Tiny Tornado and a little monster in the sweetest way possible just because I was super clumsy. Like, you know, I trip and (laughs) fall all the time. And, um, as I said, I was always running over the Williamsburg bridge and, um, it always said fee-fi-fo-fum was this graffiti sign. And so I made up the name somehow in my brain, mon for monster, and then fee-fi-fo-fum. So mon FIFO. And when I was thinking about the name, my best friend Kaylee was like, well, why don't you call it mon FIFO?" And I was like, that's really cool. Because I was thinking about some names that were like, believe or health or this and that. And I was like, you know, it is important to have a healthy product out there, but there's something beautiful and nostalgic about like the eighties essence of like just putting a food out there and just consuming it, like not having to think about it being healthy because it should just be healthy. I mean, in the eighties it wasn't, but right. like food back in the day it was just healthy. You didn't even have to call it organic cause it was. And there's something beautiful about just putting something out there and like not having to say health this, health that. It's just, it's food and it's yeah. good and that's it. So and then do you want me to share the other story? Yeah, of- the
0: actual brand story is it was beautiful, Yeah. you would.
1: So the brand story I made up, um, it's like a little mystical story, which I really like. Um, it's a story about a girl who is in Hawaii, and she was meditating by the water. And the sea, the ocean gave her some seeds. And she took those seeds and she planted them and outgrew a large ginger sock. And at the t- she climbed up the stalk, and at the top she was greeted by Monfifo the monster, and who the, vegetarian who is a vegetarian and did not eat her very important key story yes. uh key point of the story and so um but the benefit of him being at the top was he could see all the problems down below and he said if you take this ginger root people will feel good and he said share it heal it feel it and so this girl started juicing and juicing and juicing some more until she made it available for everyone and that is the story of Monfifo and the girl <laughs> it's amazing <laughs>
0: yeah whatever happened to Monfifo the giant
1: he's still around i mean we made a cartoon with him like really way back when i mean i could show it to you it I was, it's definitely like see that. it's <laughs> like we made it in the very beginning it was you know it was cool it was good um i think we could definitely you know do it again um but yeah there's the ginger monster we have a few drawings of him he was he used to be on our ginger water bottle Ooh. Mm-hmm.
0: maybe he'll come back.
1: He's a cute little guy. Yeah, you know? I'm sure as yeah. a
0: vegetarian monster would be, of course. Yeah, naturally. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he or she, it's, you know, a, yeah, a being. They... he's a being, it's a being, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The monster.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> so you're juicing in your apartment. You have a brand name. Mm-hmm. How did you get from your apartment in getting shots into people's hands? Cause I assume it started with your friends first and they were Guinea pigs ish. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but how just walk through that process. It's so fascinating.
1: Yeah. So actually at the time uh, I was dating a guy named Justin who is in the, he started, he was in a group called party supplies and he produced for action Bronson. They did this thing called blue chips. <laughs> Sorry. And so it was him and Action, who were the first taste testers, really. And so Action was like, all right, this is good. I like it. And I am like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's do it. And really, I called up a lot of people. I asked a lot of questions. I did my research. I read the FDA website. I made a, like a label. I printed the label. Compliant label. Compliant label. I mean, you know, for the most part, Ish. from what I knew then. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was the beginning. It was like my first job. Yeah. And um, I pretty much just made the shots in my kitchen. And then I went to my local deli. To Babu it was like, you know, everyone in Brooklyn has the local deli. Of course. And um, I went to Babu and he knew me and he was like, I was like, hey, Babu, I was like, I have some shots for you. Would, if I give you a free case, will you sell them? And he was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And he calls me two days later. I'll never forget the call. And he was like, Justine, I sold out of everything. I need more. I was like, all right. So I, you know, cool, I started Babu, making yeah. some more. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Babu. And, um, then after that, I went to the next deli across the street, and I was like, "Yo, Babu is selling seventy-five shots a week. Do you want to do the same?" And he was like, Bet "Yeah, you can sell a hundred. <laughs> yeah, you can sell a hundred. You give it a little more shelf space." And so he sold it. And then next thing you know, I got about like ten to fifteen stores all along Bedford Ave. Really, because I was on North Fifth and mm-hmm. um, Bedford. Um, and so I was hand delivering them at the time, and then um, yeah, and so then eventually I, you know, I saw somebody making selling a juice in the supermarket, and I said, hey, where do you make that? And they were like the Pfizer building, and I was like, oh, you smell Pfizer. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got a space in the Pfizer building, and then I started. I actually invested a little bit into it, and um, and then I got a distributor. And then from there, I got another distributor, and the story goes from kind there.
0: of grow it piece by piece uh, by piece. Organically, by piece.
1: store by store.
0: Organically, mm-hmm. very, very on trend. Yeah. That's amazing. What, uh, when did you feel, when did it actually be like, oh shit, like I'm doing this? Was there a specific moment outside of Babu's phone call mm. where he sold through everything?
1: Mm. It's hard to say as an entrepreneur because you never feel like it's good enough, you know, you're always like, it's like, you know, you reach a certain amount and you're like, not until we're at this level, is it really a business? You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I mean, Whole Foods was a great point for us. Um, Now where we are, I think it's starting to feel more and more like that. And also seeing our team, seeing our factories, seeing the equipment growing, I'm like, wow, this is this is happening. This oh, is yeah. a thing, you know? Um, to be honest though, there's never really that full point. It never feels like enough. You just gotta keep going. You know? Of course. I don't yeah. know if that's a good enough answer. But it is a good so, enough answer. But it's answer. the truth. Totally. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, the truth's always the good answer. Yeah. How when did you bring your first employee on? Was that kind of a, a legendary <laughs> situation for you? That's fun that you're laughing. <laughs>
1: Well, the first employee was really like Justin's brother or something. (laughs) It was my boyfriend at the time's brother. No, but he wasn't really. Uh, My first actual employee, I would say, is Diana. I met her, it was my mom's dental hygienist assistant. It was her cousin. She recommended her and she came in. And she, yeah, I worked with her side by side for months and trained her. And she was amazing. And then you know we slowly got more people, and she was really the best. And um, she actually sadly just left two weeks ago. I know, but she, she's Everyone amazing. Everyone has a different we,
0: path so. No,
1: and and I promote that. Like I promote people being able to evolve and change and grow, and you know go on to that path that they need to be on. And hers. Um, you know, I, I, I see what path she wants to do and I'm excited for her and happy for her, but, um, we all miss her. We send her videos all the time. We're like Diana, you're missing out on this team lunch pizza. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's really good. It's probably better than anything you're eating right now.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Maybe come back or whatever. Is there a piece of the business that you wake up, you see it's on your schedule or anything, and you get really excited
1: um, is there anything that I get really excited about? In
0: particular, just, of course you love your business Mm -hmm. and the brand and what you're doing, but is there any aspect of it? Maybe it's like thinking of another store opening or.
1: I get really excited more so about projects that I'm doing. Like, I mean, for right now it's been glass bottles and glass bottles. I've been literally like dancing in my apartment every day, like playing like Whitney Houston, like la la la, or like Cher, like, you know, so excited. (laughs) Um, It's really just like glass bottles, a hundred and billion percent. And the team, the team, like I've been spending a lot of time. We've been transitioning now from plastic to glass at the factory, and I've been spending a lot of time with them and they're amazing. I mean, to find like such a group of hardworking, smart um, creative people that are all in production. I'm like so lucky to have them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'd say those two things.
0: Do you have any tips for other entrepreneurs about finding and attracting talent like that? Because you're very passionate when you talk about your employees and then yeah. the Monfifo team is, have you found any particular tricks that you want to share or maybe not share? It might yeah. be proprietary.
1: Nothing is proprietary. I, I totally think, agree with you. I think that, um, if I have something good and I can share that goodness, why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like people, you know, you can you can't live in fear, you know what I mean, of someone taking I mean, you know, some people can, but you shouldn't, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of finding a good team, I really think that it's everyone has the ability to be amazing and it's about being able to make them feel the best that they can and promoting that and encouraging them to you know and letting them know and like letting them know how grateful you are for them and letting them know how great they are and how much they impact the team and how and involving them in everything you know i i involve them in everything that i do um and take their opinion on it and i think that really helps and i've seen a lot of people on our team grow and i mean I don't know. I'm always curious about what they really think about me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always like, is it like, do they like, I don't know. Is it like the office? (laughs) They're like, Oh my God, what is wrong with this girl? I asked my best friend. I'm like, I wonder what they think of me though. She's like, they probably think you're a little crazy. Um, You have
0: to be a little crazy to start a company anyway. Yeah.
1: A hundred percent. But I think that, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's just really about just like, you know, explaining, like expressing your gratitude towards them all the time and, Um, letting them feel a part of it because everyone wants to feel a part of something, you know, and yeah. And especially if you dedicate your, you know, when you work, especially when you work for someone, you're spending so much of your day um, doing that. And so you want to make sure, you know, you want to know that, that what you're doing is important and valued. Yeah.
0: I think that's really awesome that you are so rooted in gratitude of your team. I think they they feel that. And obviously that would make them excited. So that's awesome. How do you make Monfifo stand out on the shelf? because some people don't play nice. Mm-hmm. I saw the p- picture you sent oh, yeah of the upside down Monfifo <laughs> sign like yeah. they're out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Well fun fact, we've been around for a while. As I said, we've grown organically and when you have your own factory and you grow store by store, it's a little bit of slower growth than if you have like an investment or investor. Um, so when we first started, um, there were no shots out on the market. We were really one of the first shots ever. It was back in the day, you could only get a shot when you would order it at like a health store When you would just have something straight there. There was nothing on the go. Um, And then in 2016, we won. um, I don't know if you know Bevnet. There's, oh yeah, yeah. We won like uh, Bevnet's New Beverage Showdown in 2016, which was exciting. Yeah, Yeah, it was really cool. I know. I was really excited by it. I was like, to be honest, I didn't want to do it at first because like I have so much work to do. Right. Um, But no, and then we did. And then you know, I started more and more seeing more shots out there. But um, again, going back into like you know competition, I don't see it as fear. Again, like you can't, there is fear and you can see the fear and you can accept it, but you don't have to like, you know, um, feed it. And for me, I see competition as a good thing because before when I first started, they just, they, nobody knew what shots were. There was no category for it. There was no space for it. Um, people put it on the shelf. They thought it was warm, like five hour energy. And so it's a beautiful thing to be able to see that what I, the shot that I created is also now it's a category and to have a category and have it growing is like, yeah, I mean, that's a positive thing that that shows that that's where the trend is going. I mean, if you look at what people are buying in today's world, they're buying something that has a purpose or, you know, that has, you know, something, it's not just like, Oh, I'm just going to get a juice. It's like, I'm going to juice, get a juice because it's good for my gut. I'm going to get a juice because it's good for my, you know, immune system. You know, and so seeing that, I think, is a, a great thing. And also, at the end of the day, like, we are making, like, root juices that are good for us. So, you know, if we can promote that, that's awesome. Of course. I mean, I do think that we make a very strong and really good shot. But, um, you know, there, there is competition out there, but I don't really ever feed it or uh, really, I honestly don't even have time to really think about it. I mean, I agree. Know, I'm just wearing too many hats here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're great hats. Yeah. They're, They're great, great hats. hats. They're yeah. cool.
1: I got some top hats on, yeah. some fisherman hats. Maybe a know. bowler,
0: a nice bowler. Yeah,
1: that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I like a good <laughs> bowler hat. <That's>
0: okay. <laughs> you mentioned that the shots are strong. I can definitely attest to the ginger. The ginger is a punch yes. right to your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's delicious, very intense. You have a fun campaign that I weaseled my way into. You did. Mamfifo Faces. Can you talk a little bit about the vision for that, and, and yeah. yeah,
1: how
0: that uh, came to be.
1: I um, so when we first launched into the Whole Foods Northeast, I told everyone I was like, I will do all the demos myself which I called it like the Whole Foods demo tour because it was like through like two demos a day, a whole month. it A like grueling this, tour schedule. It was insane. I yeah. was like, is, this is a far region. Like, yeah. oh my God, like at Albany? Um, but yeah, and so I did all the demos and when I was doing them, I was amazed because I saw like all different types of people trying it and their facial expressions were amazing. They were like crying and laughing and tearing and like, you know, like choking, like not choking, sorry, coughing. <laughs> you know <laughs> you yeah. were like coughing and it was just like, catches
0: you by surprise it, it, it does. it's like a quick choke if you anything don't, yeah. I mean I
1: always try to warn everyone ahead of time I'm like caution very spicy Um but they just don't realize it until they try it and it was just amazing capturing these expressions and so I was like I want to capture this on film and so Everybody, for the most part, that does a on FIFA face, I try to have someone that hasn't really had it before or only a few times. Um, that way you can really capture that truescence. I mean, I would say it's a little hard because people know they're on camera. So it's like hard to really capture that. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing to see people's faces because it's so good. Yeah. Like, and some people, like, I'll have like little kids that'll like drink it and they'll like try to be like, I got this. And they'll like pretend like they're macho and they're like, I got it. I'm not going to, you know, it's not a big deal. And they'll just like stand and then like, yeah, exactly. And then there's like one little tear that comes down their eye. (laughs) It's like amazing. It's adorable. I know.
0: Are there any other campaigns that you've developed or crafted in your head and haven't launched yet that Mm. have you? as equally excited
1: that you Um, can share? I wouldn't say as equally excited, but I think about things like, um, I've been thinking about a campaign like um, kind of like a a person holding as if they're like a scale something and it's like this or that. And it's like trying to understand like the value of a ginger shot. These are ginger shots vary from four to five dollars. And people are like, oh, that's super expensive. And it's like, well, you buy a cappuccino for five dollars. You'll buy a shot a whiskey for 14, if not more dollars, you know, you'll buy like little things like here and there that are just like, and so like, I imagine someone holding like, you know, in their hands, like a shot of whiskey and then a ginger shot. And it's like trying to understand it's the whole campaign. I haven't really fully evolved it yet, but trying to understand the value of what you're buying and, and, and trying to, you know, understand the mindset of what you're buying and, and the value of it. And so with the ginger shots.
0: monetarily shot, and to you.
1: Exactly. As a human being. Yeah. And, um, well the ginger shots also, a lot of people buy them when they're sick. And, it, and again, going back into Eastern medicine, it's about preventative healing. It's about you know about constantly feeling good, not like, you know, I'm sick now, let me heal it now. And the thing about the ginger shot that's also great is you don't have to have the whole shot at once. It's two ounces. You can have like you know, half an ounce or you know, one ounce a day. and that way you can kind of, you know break it up so it's not as costly, but you can keep your immune system strong, which I think is really great and important.
0: I agree. One of my favorite things to do is if I have that twang where you wake up, you kind of think you're getting sick, just throw back a ginger shot and yeah. just like, it burns it right out. It's amazing. Wonderful.
1: I also add a little oil of oregano every now and then. Ooh. Mm, really good. That's, like a, pro That's yeah, a pro tip. That's a Yeah, yeah, Like when I travel and I'm like traveling a lot, I'll just do like a few drops of oil of oregano. Amazing.
0: <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. There it is <laughs> from the founder. I mean, the the chief artisan. Yes. And so there's ginger shots, and the other flavor of mumfifo shot is? Turmeric shot. Great. And I wanted you to say that because I'm still unsure about how to say that. Tumeric. You know,
1: I don't even know, but like, who it cares? Felt right. It was so
0: confident. I, th- I think yeah. it's that. Well,
1: you know, it's all about confidence, yeah. Phil. It's all <laughs> about just like, you know, walking in, like you can wear like an ugly Christmas sweater with like, you know, some weird suede pants and like you go in confident, you're good.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. Nine times know? out of 10, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Or you're 11, right. nine, 11 out of nine out 10, out of 10 <laughs> no, yeah. it's
1: true, cause you never know. It could be some Christmas sweaters, man. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, there's turmeric, turmeric. Um, and I'll just do you. Yeah. Who cares? That's right. We're floating. That's right. I'm a pale blue dot. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> and to compare the two flavor profiles, turmeric mm-hmm. is a little Tum- sweeter.
1: Turmeric is more sweet and earthy. It, um, sometimes people think there's like mango in there, which there's not. Um, they, it's got like more of that tropical taste. Um, And the ginger shot is more spicy and invigorating, as I put it. Um, Ginger, we add no spice to it. It's just ginger is naturally very spicy. And we add a lot of ginger in there. And there's lemon and honey. So the lemon gives it that kind of like acidic but fresh taste. And the honey kind of balances out the flavor. There's not a lot of honey, but just enough to kind of balance it. And also, um, you know, as I, as I told you, when I grew up, my mom always added honey to it and the honey is super soothing on the throat, which is really nice. nice There's a lot of vitamins and nutrients in honey too. Yeah.
0: Honey's amazing. It is. What, um, what's coming next? I mean, you just crossed off a huge project and it's not fully done of course, because I mean, it's, it's It's, just early stages with glass bottles, Mm -hmm. but. What, um, what's on the docket that you can share? You
1: know, it's so funny you say it. Cause I read a review today that someone wrote on our website and they're like, love the ginger, love the turmeric, but I'm bored. What's next? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Come on
0: people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, well, you know, cause we have our own factory. It's just a, it's a lot to be able to, we're also expanding. We're expanding, um, down along the mid Atlantic and I think a lot more regions pretty soon. So, um, it's really just about doing it and doing it right. I always bring up Coca-Cola there, you know, obviously we know Coca-Cola, it may not be the healthiest drink, but they do one drink and they do it right. And so that's really our thing is being able to expand our reach and do it right and have it the taste, uh, best tasting drink shot that you can have. Um, but I am, I do have a lot of shots in mind. Um, those I'm not so ready to talk about yet because I'm, I'm also really excited about that. So when you talk about me being really excited about things, I love experimenting with things like, you know, like you've come over, like, I like making little things with like passion fruit and like a lot of other roots and herbs, some powdered, um, oil of oregano. Like I love it. Oh my God. It's so much fun. Um, so I do, I actually have three shots lined up that I like. I just don't know which one. There's a lot of factors that go into play, like which ones look good, the texture, the taste, the quality, uh, the shelf life, um, because they are raw. So that impacts things. Um, but I, um, I probably, when I go back to LA, that's where I experiment and have fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. Your mad scientist kitchen. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. My
1: Moroccan mad scientist. kitchen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, ooh, the one thing about your place mm-hmm. that I discovered is you have a cactus
1: mm-hmm. in
0: your backyard mm-hmm. that I accidentally <laughs> walked into. <laughs> And was picking cactus <laughs> things out of my leg
1: oh my for God. two
0: days. No,
1: yeah. that's terrible. Because when the, we were all over, the, and that's so bad because they're like you can't even see them, and there's yeah. so many. Oh it was. God, I'm so sorry. Oh, that
0: was not you. It was oh, just a, is... a real shock. <laughs> it's like I never thought I was gonna get taken out by a cactus, but I mean, new <laughs> I mean, day, new adventure. It's amazing. All.
1: That is terrible. I'm so sorry. No,
0: no, no. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, we could have
1: all helped you. Yeah, pick everyone up.
0: A, I didn't know what happened Mm -hmm. at first. I was like, "This is painful. I don't know what this (laughs) is." And I was like, "Cat got it." Cactus.
1: Yeah, that happened. We all got attacked by the cactus at least once.
0: Yes, at some point. Got
1: to make its impact. You know, it's got to be like, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah. Notice me.
0: Feel me. Mm -hmm. This is me. (laughs) Sorry.
1: <laughs> Next okay. time you come back, I'll make sure it doesn't hurt and I'll make some vegan tacos for us. So.
0: Yes. Oh <laughs> my God. I can't wait. That sounds amazing. Um, where can people find you either on the internet or uh, where, how-
1: I, we're mainly a wholesale business, so uh, you can find us more in stores, supermarkets, delis, bodegas. Um, we're all along, all the way up to from Maine, um, but primarily more in um, the New York City tri-state area and the Mid-Atlantic region and also Texas. Um, so we're in Whole Foods, Fresh Cinderella, Citarella, Union Market, Gourmet Garage, I mean, all of them. Um, Royal Blue Grocery, where, where else... Um, are we central market in Texas air one in LA um, but yeah yeah air one is so good I go there I like and always end up spending like a hundred bucks oh, it's yeah. like, how sometimes what?
0: I'll go straight from the airport right. it's like I need my snacks well, I need my monster. I go yeah.
1: straight to Juista from the airport do you, do you go to Juista
0: I don't go to Juista enough
1: it's the best
0: it, it's really oh, good Angelina Angelina's Angelina Angelina
1: takeout like the pizza
0: Really good, really, really good. The best. Oh. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Are you going to L.A. anytime soon?
0: Probably. Yeah. Probably a couple weeks. I all think.
1: Right. Maybe I'll see you there. Maybe. I'm there for two weeks in December.
0: Uh, you might see me then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Amazing. Misha will be there, I think, too. Cool.
0: And, and in Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. And Holiday and season.
1: Whole, everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, cool.
0: Where can people find you personally if you want to direct them either to the internet or? anything do you care um, about find
1: me like justine Monsell personally
0: if you'd like um, or well, you, we can cut this
1: yeah no i mean <laughs> sure let's talk i love meeting people and i love talking to people i think it's fascinating i mean for the past year i've been traveling a lot and people is what makes make life Truly. you know that's really what life is all about um i'm in la i'm in new york i'm in mexico city I'm on, I'm on social media and, you know, I'm, I'm not great with social media, but I am on it. Um, and where else? I mean, on the dance floor, dancing, I love dancing. That's, that's where you can find me. Um, yeah, that's, I guess that's it. Amazing. Those places.
0: And then last question before I let you go, uh-huh. what is your life motto or mantra? Uh,
1: yeah. So I believe there's many, um, but the one that's going um that's forward right now in my brain is um that we're it's Carl Sagan that we're just floating on a pale blue dot and a lot of times I'm working a lot and doing and it just feels like intense and I think it's really important to just kind of take a step back and be like okay we're just floating on this planet and you know, it's everything will move at its pace as it should. And you know, you you can't worry too much. We're just floating. And also on our um, on our rebranding, on our new design, we have a pale blue dot. I don't know if you saw it. We have a triangle, and then we have the pale blue dot. Well, it's more like indigo blue because yeah. it's cooler looking. And then the sun, which is really cool. So that's part of that. That's the center Amazing. of the circle. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't even realize that. Yeah. That's cool. Well, now yeah. I, I won't be able to miss it. Then so
1: you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in the inside. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this and taking the time, Justine. Thank
1: you for having me. It's been fun. It's amazing. Yeah. You've been awesome.
0: There we have it. Another one in the books. Episode 23. Another great one. Thank you, Justine, for swinging by. I really appreciate you taking the time. You know that. Now, for you, Tartar Project listeners... A, thank you for listening to the episode. Really appreciate it, obviously. Now, I am going to ask you once again to please share with your friends, with the internet, with anybody, post it wherever you can, tag me, what have you. Five stars on iTunes, follow me on Spotify, throw me on a playlist even. Why not? And I'll catch you next week.